You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 28, Get on the Stage. Hey, did you know that it's not your spouse's job to make you happy? That's your job. I'm Heather Flake, a certified life coach and member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I'm here to show you how to change your mind so you can change your marriage. You ready? Let's go. Hey friend, welcome to the podcast. Okay, before we jump in, there's a few things I wanted to make sure you are aware of. So next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, I am teaching a free class for Life Coach University. If you've never come to one of my classes before and you are interested in seeing what coaching is all about and what I do, this is a perfect opportunity. So I always teach for the first few minutes on a certain topic and then I just open it to Q&A and I do coaching with whoever is there. People generally just ask questions or share struggles and I coach them through Q&A and it's a lot of fun. So wanted to invite you to that. I'm going to be talking about wrapping up your 2022 year and it's going to be five days before Christmas. So if you have any questions or struggles about family or you're stressed about anything, it's going to be a great opportunity for you to come and get some coaching and great guidance and help. So 7 p.m. Tuesday the 20th, put that on your calendars. And then I am running a special right now in my one-on-one coaching program. So if you sign up to work with me on or before December 25th, you get the first month of coaching totally free. So you can head to heatherflakecoaching.com, click on work with me, and it will tell you all about my program. It talks about the time commitment, the financial commitment, there's reviews, all kinds of good information. But I did want to share with you a few verbal reviews from some of my clients. And even this last week, I had a client reach out to me that I haven't worked with her since September of 2021. And she was like, Hey, I'm wanting to work with you again. Could we do this? And so we jumped on a quick call and it was so funny. She was like, my husband actually said, Hey, you know what? You were just in such a good place when you were working with Heather. I think you should go back. (laughs) So I've got husband's vouching about how amazing this work is. So it works. Um, But one of my clients shared this and I wanted to share this with you too. She said, this is one of the best investments I've ever made for myself in my life. She said, I left every session feeling hopeful and refreshed and I experienced such an increase of confidence and love for myself. I had an overall sense of added peace in my life regardless of the challenges going on and helped me learn how to ground myself in stressful circumstances and process them afterwards. I increased resilience and coping skills and I learned how to take time for me and how to show up in my life in the way that I wanted to. She also said, I experienced more joy and appreciation in my marriage and in parenthood than ever before. Doing coaching helped me open my heart to receive more help and strength from God and from those around me. So you guys, this work works. So if you are struggling in your marriage or you are honestly just feeling like, you know what, this is just not happening. I'm not getting what I want out of life. I want to invite you to just come have a free call with me and you can just, we can decide together if this is a good fit for you, but there is so much available to you. There is no need to suffer. There's no need to believe that things can't get better or that there's no reason to be hopeful because that's just simply not true. So go to heatherflakecoaching.com. The link is in the show notes. You can check it out. And I would be so honored and love nothing more than being your coach. It will change your life. I promise you. I am so excited to share this with you. I'm just going to jump right in and start with a story. 
So in April of this year, I work with a young woman at church and one of my counselors said, Hey, let's go watch Chloe in her choir concert next week. And I was like, okay, cool. Get me a ticket. Tell me what time. See you there. So we show up to this venue and it's the Mesa Art Center. I've never been there before, but I was like, Oh, like this is kind of bougie for high school choir. We sit down, the show begins. I'm literally blown away. Like I've never heard anything so beautiful, so amazing, so grand in all of my life. So I'm looking at the program and it's clear to me that I'm not at a high school choir concert, not in Kansas anymore, but I am at a millennial choir and orchestra performance and I'm losing my mind. Like it is honestly the most amazing thing I've ever heard. And there's tons of different choirs here, like lots of different age groups. So the youngest group is four-year-olds to first grade, and then it kind of goes on from there. And there's then there's an adult chorus called Grand Chorus. So this the whole performance is just amazing. I love it, and I'm watching it thinking, okay, I've got to get Lily up on that stage, and then I've got to get myself up on that stage. I just thought, how amazing would it be if I could get into this choir? Like, I really want to be a part of this. So I go home and I get on the website and find out what I've got to do. I find information about the audition. It's still April, but they're like, listen, in August, we open up auditions. We'll send you an email. See you then. So then I keep living my life, kind of forget. So then it comes to August and in the back of my mind, this whole time I've been thinking about MCO and auditioning and I'm, I, you know how when you hear something or you attend something and it's so amazing and it changes your life and then you forget, (laughs) that's kind of what happened. Like I was just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't really know if I have time and uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd make it, but it was always in the back of my mind. Well, somehow I missed the first audition email. And so I literally missed auditions and then Grace plays a big part in our lives. And I get a second email saying, Hey, we've decided to open up a second round of auditions for anyone that wants to, you've got to submit your video by tonight at midnight. Something I don't even remember today what it was, but something was going on that day. And I completely spaced it, went to bed, woke up the next morning and was like, crap, I forgot to send in my audition. Dang it. I guess maybe I'll do it next year. And then a couple days later, lo and behold, I get another email saying, Yoo-hoo, we've decided to open up auditions one last time. This is your final shot. If you want in, you know, if you want an audition, here's what you've got to do. So I just took this as a massive sign from the heavens above, from the universe, whatever you want to call it, that I was supposed to audition for this choir. So I had to send in a video of me singing two different songs, send that in. And then I get an email saying, hooray, congrats. You made it past the first round. We'd like to invite you to come to a live audition. So then a few days later, I went to a live audition where I just had to sing a song and do some scales and whatever. I just had a basic audition. And it was so funny because of course, when it was my live audition, I was right in the middle of a cold. I was very congested and my throat was hurting. And so my brain was like, Heather, like you're probably not going to make it because you have a bad cold. And should you tell the director you know, just all this drama. And I was just like, no, I'm just going to go. I'm going to do the best that I can do and we'll see what happens. And that's the thing. I had just a very like clean attitude about the whole thing. I was like, I'm going to try out and two things are going to happen. I'm going to make it or I'm not going to make it. And if I don't make it, it's totally fine. I'll just try again next year. And so the whole process was a lot of fun because that was my attitude. I felt zero pressure. I was just like, if I got in, that would be amazing. It would be so fun. But also if I don't, that's totally fine too. I'll just try again next year. Well, a couple, no, actually it was the next day. I got an email saying, congrats, you've made it. Boot camp starts tomorrow. 
Anyways, so for the last several months, every Thursday night, I have practice. We practice from 7.30 to 10 p.m., and it's been a lot of fun. I've loved being back in the music scene. I did music all through high school, and when I started my freshman year of college, I thought I wanted to be a vocal performance major. I think I lasted like 14 days, and then I was like, (laughs) no, this is not for me. But it had been a really long time since I had been you know, studying music and been in this scene, in this setting, and I was really loving it. Well, last weekend we did our concerts. So we held six concerts. We did a five and an 8 p.m. show Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And you guys, it honestly was the experience of a lifetime. It was so much fun to get dressed up and we all had matching dresses and jewelry and you had to have stage makeup on and the venue is amazing, right? I don't know if you've been to the Mesa Art Center, but it is a really beautiful place. And we perform with this live orchestra that is just phenomenal. And to get up there and to sing music that was all about Jesus Christ and his birth. And that really special time of year was just unreal. And I just felt so much gratitude. And I was just in awe. I was like, I cannot believe I'm up here. I was like, I'm a mom. I have little kiddos that I'm chasing all the time. And I I scrub toilets and then I coach people. But But it was just like, what is happening? Like I'm on a stage right now singing incredible music, and there's thousands of people. We sang to over 8,000 people, and they were just applauding and cheering, and it was just, it was so unreal. I was just like, what? How did I get here? How did this happen? And it was just so amazing. And I met a friend. I become friends with this girl in choir, and we just had the best time together all weekend. And I just thought, you know what? This is, it was just so good for me. It was so good for me to be able to perform and be in this scene. And so on Monday, I was out on a run and I was thinking about this and I was thinking, you know what? Everybody needs to be on the stage. So I want you to think back or just answer this question. Have you ever been on a stage? And maybe it wasn't a stage, right? Maybe it was a basketball court or a soccer field or a football field, or maybe it was cheerleading or tumbling or speech and debate, tennis or piano lessons, whatever it was. But when was the last time you like signed up and you did something, you worked on a skill, and then you performed for people. Maybe the last time was high school, or maybe you've never done that in your life. But as I was thinking about this, I thought, you know what? We we all have a stage in our life. Our life is our stage. And I want you to think about this. Are you performing? Are you on the stage? Or are you sitting in the audience? Are you spectating? Are you watching your life happen to you? Are you sitting there watching and waiting for things to happen, for things to improve, for things to change, for more opportunity to come your way? Or are you on the stage in your life? Are you showing up? Are you practicing? Are you failing? Are you trying? Are you singing? Are you up there? Now, here's the thing. As adults, I think we think that our time to be on the stage and to do things like this is over, right? We think there's a time and a place for that. And once we hit a certain age, it's probably over. Totally don't think that's true. I think there's amazing opportunity all around us to be able to do the things we want to do and to be able to try new things. But even if you are not physically on a stage, obviously y'all, this is a big metaphor. Your life is a stage. Your marriage is a stage. And I want you to think about how you are participating because the truth is in your marriage and in your life, 
you're the stage manager and you're the director and you're in charge of costume and lighting and staging, you are in charge of this show. No one is going to come up to you and be like, hey, would you audition for my show? I really, really want you in my show. I need you. I mean, that, that could happen, right? But if you are sitting waiting for an invitation for you to change or to do better or to be different or to have something more, this is it. This is your invitation. Use this as your invitation. But just know that might not come because you already have a stage and it's called your life. You get to call the shots. You are in 100% control of you. You're in charge of what you want to think about yourself and how you're going to feel and what you do with your life. Exact same thing in your marriage. You are 100% in control of what you think about yourself, about your spouse, about your marriage and your life together. You're in 100% control of how you feel. You are 100% in control of the things you choose to do, the actions you choose to take and the actions you choose to not take. And therefore, the results of your life or the show that you are on, you've created that. Those are your results. You don't get to control your spouse. You don't get to control people in the audience. You don't get to control anybody else. But you have a stage. Are you on it? This is it, y'all. You only get one life. So I want to invite you to really get up there and start living. Start doing your thing. Try new things, take chances, fail, be willing to look stupid, be willing to feel embarrassed, be willing to not know what you are doing. Because if you were willing to do all those things, think about the amazing things that would inevitably happen in your life. If you take action, you get results. It's inevitable. The other thing I was thinking about this experience is I almost said no. I almost said no to this. I almost did an audition. And as I was performing and feeling everything I was feeling, I thought, I can't believe you almost said no to this, Hev. I'm so grateful you said yes. So that's the question for you. What are you saying no to? Maybe you're saying no to more trust in your marriage. Maybe you're saying no to a better way of communicating. Maybe you're saying no to being more vulnerable. Maybe you're saying no to greater intimacy and connection. Maybe you are saying no to just a better, more fulfilling relationship because you think you don't know how, or you think it's not possible, or you don't believe your partner wants that or is willing to do it with you. Whatever it might be, I really do want you to answer that. What are you saying no to? And let's just pick one thing that we can turn into a yes. This is your one chance. If you're married right now, this is your marriage. Why would you not be all in? Why would you not get up on that stage? Why would you not get your stage makeup on and your beautiful dress and your jewelry? Why would you not warm up and practice and give it your all? Why would you not do that? On our final performance, that's what our director said to us. He says, you guys, leave it all out there. All of it. Don't go home with any gas in your tank. Leave it all out here. Give it all. I know you think you might be tired. You're not tired. Give it all. And I think that about our lives because this really is it. Let's give it all. The other thing that I want you to know that like I talked about earlier, how I said, you're the director and you're in charge of makeup and staging and costumes and, and what you're going to say and what you're going to think and how you're going to feel all of that. But you are not alone. Okay. If you think about it that way, it might feel really overwhelming, but hello, that's why you have family and a spouse and church members and friends and Walmart grocery pickup and therapists and coaches and counselors. There are so many people that want to help you make your performance the most stunning that it can be. 
but you're going to have to let them in, right? You can't expect to be able to do all of this by yourself, but essentially you have to be the one that's like, hey, we're having a show. I'm doing this thing. I'm the director. I'm on the stage. This is what I want. This is what I'm wanting to create. And then once you know that, once you know what you want, then you can start pulling people in that are actually able to help you achieve that. Just to close, I really do just want to invite you to be on the stage in your marriage. I want to invite you to care so much and to show up and be willing to practice and be willing to fail and be willing to feel stupid. Give it all because right now it's what you have. You'll, you are already in it. And no matter how bad or negative or not good you think it is today, what if you decided to get on the stage? What if you decided to be the director? Everything could change because you're deciding to take some action and to be in control. If you don't get up on that stage, life will just keep happening. It will happen to you. You have so much more control than you think you do. And there's so many amazing experiences that are literally just out there with your name on it, but you have to pick them up. You have to be willing to take them. I hope you'll get up on the stage of your life and especially in your marriage. Call the shots, make the moves, do the hard thing because it's totally available to you. If you're feeling like this is impossible for you or it doesn't apply to you and you just wish it did, please come find me, send me a message, check out my website. This is your time. You have a stage. Don't sit in the audience anymore. Don't be a spectator. Don't be on the sideline. Get up and be the director because it's your life. It's your marriage and no one is going to do it for you. All right, my friends, have a gorgeous week and we'll talk to you next time. Take care.